0: Hello, I'm Tracy Carton Ward, and this is Sweat, Grit, and Hustle. On today's episode, we are going to cover part two of the ebook I wrote some time ago called Unleash the Gift Within Becoming Your Best You. Now, we did part one back in episode 37, and we covered in that working out what you want in life. Setting the outcomes around what's going to make you happy and planning the action steps to get there. In part two today, we are going to cover recognise your strengths and weaknesses. Now, over the next few weeks, we are going to cover the whole of this ebook and it's going to be a great place to start, especially if you're considering setting up your own business because you'll be getting ahead of the curve by planning where that business is going to be and how it's going to be, really. So let's crack on with today's session, which is part two of Unleash the Gift Within, Becoming Your Best You. Module two, recognise your strengths and weaknesses. (laughs) You can come up with objectives make a list of action steps required for reaching that outcome and break it all down into a monthly, weekly and daily set of steps and actions. No problem. You might flinch when it comes to taking time to look honestly at your strengths and weaknesses. Your strengths. We might feel like we are bragging when we list our strengths, even if we know no one else will see what we've written. Or we may talk ourselves out of being good at something. For example, you're good at organising stuff, your physical space, events, everything. But then your negative self-talk may kick in to remind you of all the times you haven't been organised. Your house is a mess. You've missed your dentist appointment this week because you forgot to write it down. But part of unlocking your potential and that gift within is to see what those natural gifts are. So shut out that negative whisper in your ear and write down all the things you are good at. Here are some questions that will get you started because doing this isn't always as easy as it might appear. One, what have you always been good at? You know, the things that just seem to be a part of who you are. Two, what do you do better than anyone else you know? Three, What do other people think are your strengths? Now, this will be good for asking your friends and family if you aren't already sure what they think. And it's always good to get what we call a 360 degree feedback where you're getting information from other people you know as well. Four, what skills have you developed that could be added to that list that you've now built? Now, your weaknesses. We cannot all be good at everything. You know, there's a saying that I learned from my coach that is, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. And learning new skills is one of the great things in life for me. I love constantly learning. Obviously, when it's in balance, we want to make sure that we add some action to that knowledge. So... Before you start kicking yourself for not being perfect, nobody is. Remember that we grow as people as we take on challenges and build our skill set. And actually, let's define weakness. A weakness is something you naturally struggle with. It's not failing. It's not anything you should be beating yourself up over. It's simply a skill you weren't naturally born with and you haven't learnt since. We all have weaknesses and acknowledging them shouldn't be a big deal. In fact, most people would be much happier if they took stock of their natural strengths and weaknesses. And that's because we often allow those weaknesses to hold us back from reaching our true potential. It's really important to be aware of your weaknesses so that you can determine how to deal with situations where the skill or ability is necessary, but where we A can't do it, or B, no others could do it much better and much faster. Then when we run up against these situations, we can best decide if we should buff up on our skills. Or if our time is better spent using our strength. When that's the case, we can hire someone who can do the job while we focus on what we're best at. Problem solved. Now, if you struggle with everything because you are unwilling to take an honest look at what you aren't great at, you could spend a lot of time, money and effort needlessly And you'll be holding your business back as well as yourself. Sometimes the best way forward is to let go. So list out those weaknesses and then discover a way to fill those gaps. Now, here's some questions that will help prompt you in answering that question of your weaknesses. One, what skills or tasks do you struggle with? Two, what tasks do you procrastinate from doing because you don't feel confident in your ability to perform them? Three, what do others see as your weak areas? Four, what negative work habits do you have that could be considered a weakness? For example, you're disorganised or always running late. That one always gets me because I'm often running late. Five, what personality traits do you have that you experience as weaknesses or negatives? Answering those questions will help you start to build a list and recognise and acknowledge the areas that you're weak in. You know, this is a bit like doing what we call a SWOT. Strengths, weakness opportunities, threats. Right now, we're focusing on you. And that's where strength and weakness comes in. Now, next step is to map out your strengths to potential. So if we go back a step just for a minute, one big stumbling block to meeting our goals and making our dreams come true is that we believe we don't have the strengths, talents or skills that others have. We see people in our lives who have made it. We read about people who have overcome huge obstacles to reach their potential and people who end up changing the world. Then we look at our strengths. And hopefully, after the above exercises, you are more realistic about owning your strengths. But it's easy to fall back into the pattern of thinking they are nothing compared to what other people have in their potential personal toolkit. And comparison at the end of the day is the thief of joy because there's always going to be somebody better than you and there's always going to be somebody that's not quite as good as you. That's how the cookie crumbles. And at the end of the day, you'll have skills in other areas. We can't all be perfect in everything, can we? But here's the really exciting thing. There's more than one path to reach our full potential and unlock that gift. And if it is our potential, then we surely were given the strengths, possibly with some weaknesses to overcome. But we were given those strengths to reach that potential So if believing you don't have the big vision that Steve Jobs had or the support systems your friend who's built his own potential has, it doesn't matter. You see, you can unlock your gift and potential by mapping out your strengths and using those strengths to get where you want to go, filling in the gaps of the weaknesses by other methods. Strategic thinking isn't necessary at this point. You need to look at your list of weaknesses and find ways to use your strengths to leapfrog right over them. So if you're great at organising and you've got weak areas that you've got people that could cover those gaps, hey, use your strengths of organising people to go get those people on board. If you look at those people who have made it, You'll find they still have weaknesses, but they've learned how to use their strengths strategically so the weaknesses don't hold them back. Maybe you want to write a book, but you're not very good with words. You can speak, you can share your story, you can audibly sort of read out what it is you want to get on paper, but you're not great at writing. Go and hire a ghostwriter. Tell them what you want to do in your book. Give them some ideas. Answer the questions they give you. And let them do the bit you're weak at. The written word. Now, let's look at an example that makes this even clearer. Let's say you know one of your weaknesses is a lack of technical skills. Now, in the modern world, that can be a game changer. Maybe you took a couple of classes to learn more about using current technology to master your field, but none of it made any sense to you. You made little in the way of progress and end up feeling like you were too stupid to build your dream life. However, one of your biggest strengths is the management of resources, including employees. So like I recently said, you've also then possibly got a knack for finding just the right fit for the positions you need to fill. So it doesn't really matter that technology isn't your bag. Now, if you fully utilise your management intuition skills to hire the right person to run that technical side of things for you, as long as you continue to manage your new IT person to the best of your ability... They will do the techie stuff, which will free you up to do the stuff you really love to do and shine at it. The same can be said about sales. If your kit bag is not marketing and sales, but you've got a great business idea, then bring on board somebody who's great at marketing and sales and you don't have to employ them full time. You know, you can actually utilise other companies in your network that deliver that area and work with them so that you're not paying for a full time person to get what you need done. So map out how you might be able to use your strengths to overcome your weaknesses, not by working harder to fix your weaknesses. You're not broken, but by building on your strengths to cover the gaps. And it may sound like I'm suggesting you never work on your weaknesses, but that's not really what I mean. You know, there are some weaknesses that you may never want to work in or on, so you don't need to. And sometimes there's a problem with working on our weaknesses, and that's that people focus so much on their weaknesses that they lose sight of their strengths. If you work on your skills in the area you're weak in, but find you just don't seem to get it, then there'll be other ways to achieve that potential using your strong skill sets that you do have. And going back to our last example of the IT hire, taking those classes about technology may not have made you a computer whiz. You still might not understand all the intricate details necessary to make all the parts work, But you understand enough of the bigger picture to make decisions with the guidance of your newly contracted IT company, employee or assistant. And that is both overcoming your weaknesses and building on your strengths. So now it's your turn. Go back to your list of strengths and weaknesses. Be courageous. Ask people you know to give you their feedback too. And then lay out your ideal outcomes next to each of them and come up with ways your strengths may actually help you realise your outcomes and achieve the dreams you've always desired. So that's it for this week. In a couple of weeks, we will move on to Module 3 which is all about developing your strengths and managing your weaknesses. I trust you've enjoyed this little part to help you unleash that potential and those gifts that are inside every one of us. I'll speak to you next time. To keep up with what we're doing and what's coming on Sweat, Grit and Hustle, do visit us at www.sweatgrit puzzle.com